Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. Like Justin said, we, we generally do this a week before Christmas because we know people go away and it's holiday time. And Also, we're a family church. We want to give people a rest over Christmas time. We're in a space that we set up and pack down. And so we want you, Christmas Day falls on the Sunday, and rather than coming and setting up the church and, and being away from family, we want you to be with your family, your friends, your loved ones this Christmas to celebrate the reason for the season, which is Jesus Christ. Amen. I've got some minstrels this morning. Can you thank the team? These guys are fantastic. Thank you, guys. You can grab your seats. Absolutely beautiful. Everybody, you go. Grab your seats. I don't know about you, but I love Christmas. I love the carols and the songs, and I just love the words that express just clearly and succinctly what we're doing. Yeah. And I love this, sing all your people, the Lord Almighty reigns. Sing every creature of God, come bless his name. For he's good, for he is good. He was born to conquer the grave, light of the world, the reason for Christmas Day. Yeah. And this is a time of celebration. This is a time of gift giving and eating food and slowing down. We're wrapping up at the end of the year, but it's so much more than that. And... and Every time we do this, it's to, to center us and to refocus us on the fact that God is good, that God is faithful, that God is love. He loved us so much, and we know this, that he sent his one and only son that we could live through him. That's Christmas. That's the reason for the season. And, and we love the holidays, and we love the presents and the fun and the, the time to get, but it's important to remember Jesus. And we get to remember Jesus. We get to remember that Jesus was birthed into the earth to be birthed into our hearts. We can receive, like Melissa said, that gift this Christmas time and, and perhaps afresh. I don't know about you, but it's been a big year. It's been a big few years. And there's times where you're worn out and worn down. And I want to talk about Christmas hope this morning. Because our God is the God of hope. He's a, he's a hope giver, a hope bringer. And when life tries to wear you down and wear you out, we can be filled afresh with hope. And I want to encourage you this Christmas to take some time to remember Jesus, yeah. to, to, to wait on him and wait in his presence and find yourself refilled and refreshed yeah. over Christmas. Amen. Yeah. And I love it because Christmas isn't just a time of celebration, but it's a time of invitation where we all get invited to, to join the family of God. Amen. Amen. And in Matthew 1, 23, it says, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son. I'll call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. I love that. If you hear nothing else this morning, can you hear this? God is with you and God is for you. God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to fill a void you couldn't fill so you could remain in relationship. God is with you and God is for you. And Christmas represents hope. It represents a day of joy, a, a day of promise, the day of all days, the day salvation came, and the day a gift was given. And that gift, as we know, has a name. In Isaiah 9, starting in verse 6, it says this, it says, For unto us a child is born, 
Unto us a son is given, the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. I don't know about you. I, I just need a little injection of peace yeah. at the end of this year. Yeah. I just need a little injection of hope. And, and, and that, that peace and that hope is found in the person of Jesus. Because there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. I love this. For unto us a child is born. But not just any child. Not just a regular child. Unto us was born the King of kings and Lord of lords. That's what Christmas represents. The birthing of God Almighty into the earth for you and I. And like I said, I want to talk about hope this morning. Does anybody feel like life's trying to batter them around a little bit and suck them of some hope and suck them of some joy and drain them of some, some emotional energies? Well... Let's get filled afresh. So I'm telling you, 2023 is going to be a fantastic year. I'm just taking this Christmas period to rest, refresh, and refocus for the year ahead because it's a year that's going to be touched of heaven, blessed of heaven. I'm speaking favor and blessing and, and the goodness of God over your lives in the year to come. Amen. But I want to focus on Psalm 96. And this is a psalm that David wrote as a psalm to worship and celebrate God as king, not just as a baby but God as king. And in verse 11, it says, let heaven and earth rejoice. Right now should be a time and season of rejoicing, of joy, that you can find joy in looking beyond circumstance, looking beyond what's been and looking to Jesus. And I want to encourage you to, to take that time to look to Jesus, not just the presence or not just the stresses or not just the, what has to happen, but to actually look to Jesus. And you've heard me say it many times, but when we look to Jesus, we start to look like Jesus. When we focus on him and get intentional in, in, in narrowing our, our, our field of perspective to him, we start to see. Because we are the reflection of Jesus in the earth. The Bible says we're made in his image. God wanted you, so he made you. And then he, filled, he called you to his purposes and he filled you with his spirit. You have what you need to get through the life that he's called you to, even when life is happening all around you. So I want to just have a look at this, this song of victory. And it's a song of victory because it's describing the returning of the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem. And the reason we have hope and expectation in life is because we know that Jesus is coming back. For every prophecy that he would come the first time, there's four that he'll return again. Jesus, God Almighty, is going to return for his bride, the church. He's coming back for you and I to lead us triumphantly into eternity so we can worship God. God wants us to remember him and worship him. Not just to be worn down at the end of a big year, but to remember him and worship him. And do you know what? At the, at the center of worship is hope. As we worship, hope comes. Hope flows towards our lives, and he is the God of all hope. Our lives can be anchored in him, and it says that, we, that our hope in him is the anchor of our souls. But in Psalm 96, it says this, it says, Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Can I, can I encourage you this morning, don't let your song be stolen. I've, I've of late in the last month or so sat down and go, Christian, what brings you the most joy in life? What, what do you desire most? And honestly, it's worship. 
I can honestly say that I find myself in my head singing or through a tough time, I find myself worshipping on the inside. And it's a gift from God. It's a seed that's been placed on the inside. This this, this seed of worship, this seed of, of adoration towards God. And I want to encourage you, cultivate that. Work that. But don't suppress it, but allow it to come forth and bubble up on the inside. Let worship overtake you and envelop you. And I'm telling you, it will shift your focus beyond what you're looking at in the immediate. And it, and it will carry you to a place of lightness and peace and joy. And that's what the word says, is my peace I give you. So don't let your song be stolen from you. Sing to the Lord and praise his name. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glories among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all the people. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. All the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord all the families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say amongst the nation, the Lord reigns. Can I... And ask us as a church, in no matter what circumstance you find yourself in, to say the Lord reigns. The Lord is bigger than what I'm walking through. The the Lord is bigger than what I'm challenged by. The Lord is with me. He is for me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Therefore, I can find joy in the situation I'm in. I I can walk in. All things are working together for my good, even though right now, like I said, it may have been a big season. It may have been a big year. You can get through what you're facing right now because the Lord reigns. He reigns forevermore. He's to be worshipped. He's to be glorified. His name is to be lifted high. Whenever you lift high the name of Jesus over your circumstance, victory enters into the very heart and center of the circumstance that you find yourself in. Amen. Amen. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let the sea resound and all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Let all the trees of the forest sing for joy. Let all creation rejoice before the Lord, for he comes and he comes to judge the earth. Can I encourage you? Can I encourage you? Can I encourage you? Let joy be your portion. Life is so short. The Bible says that that our lives are but a vapor. Here one day and gone the next. You weren't created for the here and now. You were created for eternity with God. We walk through the here and now, yet appreciating all that has been gifted to us until we enter into that great and glorious day where we stand before God himself. So so can I encourage let joy be your portion. Enjoy every day that you have. Find a reason, just as we last, find a reason in the morning to be thankful. Find a reason, God, I thank you. Thessalonians says, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. God's will for your life is that you would live in joy and peace. You will walk through circumstances, but you would carry joy in the midst of those circumstances, that you wouldn't allow those things to derail you in life, take you off course, take you off mission, and, 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 and... God says he delights in the desires of his people. That, that, that we, can, we can set goals, we can have visions, we can move forward in him in joy and peace. Amen? Amen. So this morning, God is the God of all hope. Hope again. Dream again. 
believe again, step out again, because God is with you, Emmanuel, and God is for you. And I, I love it because 2,000 years ago, God gave the greatest gift in history to fulfill the greatest promise in history, that through birth, death, and resurrection, Jesus Christ would become the hope of the world. Don't you love that the God we serve is the God of gods? He is the King of kings, and he is faithful to his word. The Bible says that God is not man that he should lie. God cannot lie. So what he has promised us will come to pass. And if it hasn't come to pass, well, it's not the end. Because God has promised it and he's declared it. In 1 Colossians 1, it says this, The mystery has been kept in the dark for too long, but now it is out in the open. God wanted everyone to know, not just the Jews, to know this rich and glorious secret inside and out. Regardless of background, all religion and the mystery uh, is just that. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Christ in you is the hope of glory. If, if the season, the circumstance, the time, the, the struggle has taken you slightly off foot and he's not your hope, allow him to fill you with hope again today. Allow that. Respond to that invitation. The invitation is... Welcome to the family. You can step through the door, you can step back, but but I, you know what, I just, I'm just i going to keep stepping through that door when I feel like it, when I don't feel like it, when it's easy, when it's not, when it's when it's comfortable, when it's I'm going to just keep pressing forward and say, God, you are God. You are good. You reign, and I give you all the glory. Hebrews 3.6 says this, but Christ is faithful as a son over God's house, and we are his house. If we hold on to our courage and hope of which we boast, I love that scripture. If we hold on to, hold on to, right now is the time to hold on to. to God is leading us, as I said, into a new day. And you know what? When we have no reason to hope, we can just place our trust in God, who is the hope giver and the hope bringer, who raised his son from the dead as he promised he would do, and he says that he will raise us from the dead. He'll raise us from our circumstances. He'll cause us to rise above. And I love what Isaiah says. It says, for those that wait upon the Lord, for those that wait upon the Lord, not those that strive, not those that struggle, not those that, that fight, but those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They'll rise up on wings as eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and will not faint. In Romans 4, 18, it says this, Abraham, who, contrary to hope, there was no hope. It looked impossible. It looked like it couldn't happen. And even though the contrary to hope, in hope believed. I love that. So that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken, shall your descendants be. Not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead, since he was about 100 years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but he was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced that what he had been promised, he was also able to, to perform. Hope is looking forward to what God has promised. And just, just at this time of year, at, this, at Christmas time, when you slow down and you look to Jesus, just remember what he's promised you. Just remember what he's spoken to you. Just remember what he's revealed to you by his spirit and by his word, because he is faithful to perform the promise that he made. As impossible as it may seem, as improbable as it may seem, he is faithful to deliver through to the end. I love Pastor Phil, our, our pastor, he wrote in his book, Hope, He's written a book on hope, and it says, Hope is the health of our emotions. It is the sanity of our mind, the brightness of our spirit, the anchor of our soul. We can all draw near to God through hope. Don't let go of hope. It's, this isn't as good as it gets. It's not all over. This isn't the end for you. God is going to get you through. And what I love is the hope of glory 
is the hope of health when you're sick. It's the hope of heaven when you feel like you're in hell. It's the hope of financial well-being when you are poor. It's the hope of justice. You know, just this week, Jean's been asking us to, to look out for, for a place for her. And she, she had nowhere to go. She was being kicked out of her home. She just walked in today. We've all been praying for her and, and searching and looking around. She just said, I've got a place. God, God came through. I, I put my faith in you. I put my trust in it's a blessing to her. And then she said, it's fully furnished. It's, it's amazing. God is good. That's the hope that we have, that we will get beyond and we will get above whatever's challenging us. The hope of honor when you've been humiliated, the hope of progress when you've been set back, the hope of friends when you've been betrayed and forsaken, the hope of life when you've been dead, the hope of recovery when you've known loss, the hope of a child when you've been barren, the hope of a job when you've been unemployed. Romans 15, 13 says this, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That you may abound in hope. I want you to abound. Jesus says the devil comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, yet I have come that you may have life and life more abundantly. You were called and created for an abundant life a joyous life, a, a blessed life, a life full of peace and purpose and passion. Can I encourage you, don't live below your circumstances. Don't live be below what God has called you to live above. This is, this is a time to celebrate and remember all that he has done for us. And Christ in us is our hope of getting through life successfully, of doing life well, of being able to enjoy the life that we've been created. But you weren't created and put on this planet to endure it. I'm going to eke out a meager existence of 70 or 80 years. I'm going, to, I'm going to get to the end and I'm just going to get by and then I'm going to make my way. You were created to enjoy every day of your life, yeah. to see the good in every situation, to experience the goodness of God. What did David say? He said, I would have lost heart if I had not believed that I'd see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I want you to have eyes that see the goodness of God. Not looking, you know, with, with, with negativity and not looking with anxiety and not looking with burdens or fears. I want you to look towards the future with hope and anticipation, with a vision of the goodness of God unrolling and unraveling before you because that's what he promises. Jeremiah 29 says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you to give you a future and hope. Can I ask the team to come back up? We're going to sing this song through again. The Psalm 96, verse 6, I'm going to read it again. It says, Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Verse 11 says, Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let the sea resound and all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Let all the trees of the forest sing for joy. Let all creation rejoice before the Lord, for he comes, and he comes to judge the earth. You might be sitting there saying, Christian, I have no reason to rejoice. I have no reason to sing. I want to encourage you this morning, stir yourself anyway. Stir yourself in faith. Stir yourself in belief. Stir yourself in faith and say, you know what, I'm going to stand upon this rock. I'm going to stand upon the truth of the word of God, that God is for me, that he is Emmanuel, he is with me, he never leaves me nor forsakes me. He's the one that sticks closer than a brother. And you might be feeling alone this Christmas time, you don't have to walk through Christmas alone. You are part of a family of believers, you're a part of a community of faith, and God is here. God is with you. The Bible says when we draw together, he is here. And I feel like this morning, God is here by his spirit to 
to heal hearts and minds, to, to replace burdens and fears and to bring joy. And I want to sing this song through again because I want us just to extravagantly praise God this morning and just to receive all that he has for us and to let that love and that joy and Jesus flow towards us this morning. So can I ask us to stand to our feet? Before we do, I want to ask one question, if we could just close our eyes. I'm not going to ask anybody to come forward. I'm not going to ask. I'm just going to simply ask us to pray together. But if you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus, the Jesus that I've been speaking about, the God of hope, the God of peace, the everlasting God who is love, if you don't know that joy or that peace or that love, and you want to ask Jesus Christ into your life, I'd love you just to raise your hand and say, Christian, that's me. Nobody's looking around. Just say, Christian, that's me. Lead me in that prayer this morning. I'm actually going to ask all of us to pray this prayer. Because it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son. Jesus was born to die. We think we're put on this planet to live, but Jesus came as the ultimate and eternal sacrifice that you and I could truly live. So could I just ask, while every eye is closed, could I just ask you just to pray this prayer with me this morning? It says, Jesus, I give you my life. I lay down my agendas, my desires, my wants, and I declare you Lord and Savior. Come and fill me afresh this morning. I receive salvation. The free gift given. Thank you. Thank you for your son, Lord God. Thank you for loving me when I was far away. I make you my Lord today. In Jesus' name. Amen. So we're going to come and we're going to sing this song. Can I remind you, this Christmas period, when you're with family, you're with friends, you're, you're celebrating, you're relaxing, remember Jesus, the reason for the season. Amen. Yeah. 
for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.